Yes, ladies and gentlemen, I am back. That that's that's about as loud as I'm gonna get. I'm not gonna lie to you. Uh, I I am 24. This is my podcast, 24's podcast, the best video gaming and sports podcast on the entire internet. Pause the music. If you're wondering why I already sound a little bit <clears throat> like I'm out of breath, like my voice is already shot. It's because it already is. If you're wondering, well, 24, are you sick? <coughs> Excuse me. Yes, I am sick. I am very sick. Uh, I just recovered from, I don't I don't know what, but uh, I felt myself getting sick on Monday. No, it's not because of the Jason Garrett. It's, it's, it's partially because of Jason Garrett not getting fired. We'll talk about that in a second. But I came down with something on Monday. It got horrible on Tuesday. I was, I'm not going to lie to you. I was juicing myself up. I juiced up with a bunch of vitamin C, uh, the, the, the vitamin C thing that you pour into drinks. I took some Theraflu. I took two capsules of Mucinex, uh, decongestant. I was like, man, I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to freaking have my own uh, flu game, my swine flu game. If, if I, if I can help it. And then I realized that the games that I was going to cast today weren't going to be casted yesterday. So I'm like, I'll just rest up. I'll get ready. I got a, uh, a pretty interesting show for you today. I'm going to try to not scream and yell because my like my throat literally feels like a hot coal got placed down into it. And it's just been burning there for like the past three days. So I'm going to be very, very uh, winded. I, I, I don't know what the term is. I, my voice is going to be shot. I'm going to sound like this for the entire podcast. But um, I, got a, I still got a good show for you today. Alabama, Michigan. I love watching bowl games because they give me a nice insight on college football. It's kind of like getting caught up when it comes to, uh, to, to this type of stuff. I don't watch college football at all. I think it's a joke of a sport in my opinion. I mean, at least high school football is kind of competitive. Like college football, it gets ridiculous. Like I I've seen, I've seen way too many college football games this year within, not even this year within the past, like two to three weeks where I'm just like, okay, this is unfair. Like one team, uh, Excuse me. One team has obviously better players than the other, and they're just putting an ass whooping of epic proportions on the other team. I just hate it, and I gotta watch it for like two, three hours. I'm like, that's some bullshit. But um, I mean, we're gonna watch Michigan, Alabama. It's gonna be playing on in the background. I got uh some, I got some other stuff going on as well that we're gonna be talking about besides the football game. Uh, particularly the, uh, the whole Jason Garrett not being fired. And I mean, I can't even do my freaking intro, right? That's how gassed I am. But all of that and much, much more, ladies and gentlemen, right here on 24's Hot God, I love. It. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I got, I got to make sure. I that's that's not where I wanted to put it. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me go back. Let me go back. Bang! Turn it up. Turn it up. Yeah. 
I know I was offbeat. <clears throat> I, I did not say I was coordinated at all. That's my apologies. Uh, that's about as loud as I'm going to get. I, man, man, let me let me let me speak to you about some Netflix crap. Uh, this is a video gaming podcast. I feel like we don't talk about video games and stuff like that enough. While the uh, while whoever is casting the Michigan versus uh, versus what who are they playing? Alabama. <coughs> oh my god! While Michigan versus uh, Alabama goes on, I'm going to talk about some stuff that has absolutely nothing to do with sports and video games. Uh, Netflix shows, because as I have been recovering, I watched, uh, I fell asleep watching John Wick, and literally all I heard in my sleep was just gunshots, like just, uh, and, and I'm watching the, the freaking movie, when I, and I fell asleep because I've been tired for the last few days, I've literally just been trying to recover from, uh, from the illness, and I'm listening to, I'm listening to the movie, and, and it's just like, just gunshots, just as I'm waking up and waking up and falling asleep, it's just gunshots everywhere. I can't wait to rewatch it because I fell asleep watching uh, the movie today. I was supposed to get two hours in. I was like, man, I can't wait to watch this thing. And nope, didn't watch it at all. I watched like 20, 30, 40 minutes of it. Then I just fell asleep. Then like, I couldn't believe it. I was like, man, I literally just fell asleep during an awesome movie. I, I don't know. I'm a sleeper. But I saw that Beyonce homecoming uh, film on Netflix. By the way, if you're a fan of Beyonce, if you're a fan of uh, music, if you're a fan of pop stars and how the in in concerts and stuff like, it's a great fucking movie. She absolutely knocked it out of the fucking park. I was sitting there. That song Migente. That's probably like like she she talks about in the film. She talks about in the movie how she wants to have. All of this, like, all of these characters on stage, how all of these people are doing their own things, but they're also kind of coordinated. It's pretty much a controlled, chaotic situation. And that part of the movie where Migente, I think that's what it's called, is playing, is like the best representation of that. Where she has the marching band, not the marching band, the drum line, the orchestra, and everything, and the backup dancers, the male and the females. Then she has two guy dancers, the twins on uh right next to her and they're dancing and they're it, it's a great fucking movie i enjoyed the crap out of it i'm like i'm not gonna lie to you i may have to watch it again it's just a concert though that's the weird thing is i i usually wouldn't want to watch a two hour long concert again but that's how fucking good it was and i was like and, and i in this movie came out like seven months ago but um I, I, I'm, I'm very very happy about it I'm, I, I was very very happy with watching it i did not fall asleep during homecoming i did like i was playing gta 5 last night i was like i gotta i gotta watch this it was like until 11 o'clock in in the afternoon and i was like i gotta watch this on my own time i got 20 minutes in and i was i'm I'm gonna pause this thing by the way happy holidays uh happy new year thank you for joining the podcast thank you for subscribing to the podcast thank you for viewing the podcast i should have said that before but i just keep forgetting a whole bunch of stuff again i'm a little bit under the weather but i do appreciate you tuning in to the podcast once again on January. I'm recording this January 1st, 2020. And I was actually watching Joe Rogan's journey from like 10 years ago plus, And I was watching Adam 22's uh, like a, a picture of him when he was like 10 years ago. And, and it was, it was great vibes, man, because y- you see how far people come from. Like, see how far people were just 10 years ago. Like, Joe Rogan was doing this pretty much by himself. 
you know, like it, the the format was kind of similar. It was just him talking to his friends, but you know, the way that he's he's expanded on that is just incredible. And the same thing goes with Adam Twenty Two of No Jumper, where you know you have this guy who, I mean, I mean, you wouldn't have expected what he does today from him when he was like in his twenties. Like it's it's pretty freaking incredible how how long ten years of work can get you. So I'm happy to start once again with you. Uh, th- I mean, that's why I'm freaking podcasting when I'm freaking sick, man. I love it. I love doing it. I love getting into the nitty gritty. I'm not going to lie to you. I, I'm, I'm happy that I'm sick now. Can you imagine if I was sick during Super Bowl week? Imagine the storylines, the headlines, the stuff I got to cover during Super Bowl week. And imagine on like Monday, Tuesday, I don't get a chance to cover anything. And then everybody freaking comes out of nowhere with whatever they want to cover for like Super I'm happy that I'm sick today. I'm happy that I'm sick now. I'm happy that I'm podcasting again today over not podcasting and pussying out and stuff like that, like I did yesterday. Anyways, uh, by the way, speaking of Netflix shows, I talked about Homecoming with Beyonce. Uh, The Witcher, the TV show, it's one of the best TV shows on Netflix. It's one of the most watched TV shows on Netflix. Uh, I didn't expect the reception from the fans because I thought it was going to be I, I looked at, I, I'm not going to lie to you, the first images I saw, I was like, oh god, this isn't going to look good, this isn't going to be good, and then I saw the trailer, and I was like, wow, this is really, really good, this looks really, really good, and then I saw Henry uh, Cavill, or Henry Cavill, do the Geralt talk, and I was like, wow, that's 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 freaking brilliant, that's exactly what I want as Geralt, and then, I mean, they shocked the world, man, they came out with a great series, I can't wait for it to come out in the second season, to come out in 2020, I mean, they've done a really, really fantastic job with The Witcher 3. <clears throat> but for some weird reason, not uh, not with The Witcher 3, excuse me, but with The Witcher TV show, for some weird reason, like, the uh, the reviewers, they rated it like a freaking a, a 60%. Now, I mean, it used to be a 59 or 50-something percent, but it's like a 60% on Rotten Tomatoes and the audience gave it a 93. It's like, what the fuck are you guys... Like, in, in one person, one critic, I remember, because the um, the show creator tweeted this out, and I think I talked about this earlier on. But it's like, this lady was like, you know what? I'm not even going to watch the TV show. I'm not going to do anything like... I'm, I'm not going to watch it. I'm going to skip a couple of the episodes. Like, I'm going to skip, like, half of the season. Some of the best episodes or some of the earliest episodes... And she's like, and, and this guy's like, you know what? It's boring because I skipped half the episodes and I didn't watch the entirety of the show and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, how can you get away with this, dude? Like, imagine if I said, you know what? <clears throat> imagine if I was like, I'm not going to read or watch something, not because it's hard or difficult, but because I don't have the time to do it. I don't have the time to do my job. That's so stupid. Oh my God. And I'm actually trying to find the freaking. I'm, I'm clicking on it. I'm trying to find the uh, the what uh, the person who said that, but I can't click on the reviewers. There's only one reviewer. I think here we go. I'm like, where? Why can't I freaking press on the freaking reviewers? I gotta spit too because spit. I like spit isn't spit because I gotta freaking like. I got it like I, there's still phlegm in my throat, so I don't want to swallow it. I gotta, it's disgusting. I know. I gotta spit it out. Hold on. 
Where is it? I'm not reading your full reviews. I'm not reading your freaking essays. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I'm not reading your shit. Hold on. Let me spit and I'll come back. And I'll talk about The Witcher 3. I think I just swallowed some of it. Hold on. Jesus Christ, this podcast is going out. But um, I, I, I watched The Witcher 3, and I couldn't believe how terrible some of these reviews were from people who get paid to review TV shows. I'm like, damn it, man, I wish I got paid to not watch TV shows. <laughs> I, w- <coughs> I wish I got not, I wish I got paid to not watch TV shows. Man, I wonder how much you get paid for that. Like, is it like 50000 a year, 60000 a year? Man, I to not do my job to write crappy reviews on the internet? Jesus Christ. I, I wish that was my full-time job. I think some things shouldn't take college degrees. <laughs> not watching a TV show is one of them. Alabama versus Michigan. Alabama without two attack of Aloha. They just scored on their opening drive. Michigan, I think they go three and out. They play fake it to the running back. This guy, number 10, lost a deep ball to number four. And, I mean, he was gone. He was gone, gone, gone. Adios. Later, Gator. It's M. Jones. Alabama, they didn't make the, the college football playoffs. By the way, um, I, I don't know how many podcasts I'm going to do. I wanted to watch all three games, and I, uh, I I think I had Ohio, not Ohio State, Georgia and Oregon play. I wanted to see Jake Fromm play and Justin Herbert. I don't know if I'm going to cast those games because I'm not going to lie to you. I want to cast all of the, uh, the playoff games that we got this weekend and I want to be like, I want to be on my A game because it's, it's, it's gonna, it's, it's gotta, this weekend is going to be packed full with important playoff games. And I don't, I don't know if I'm going to feel 100% on Saturday, but I feel like I'm going to be over whatever illness I have right now by Friday, just because I feel fine right now. It's just, my voice just is shot, but, um, I want to be ready. I want to be able to scream into my microphone if I can, or if I want to by Saturday, but I can't scream into the microphone that much. You would be surprised at like how much effort it took me to, to, to sing with Beyonce in Migante. Anyways, uh, on to the sickening news, not me being sick, but uh, the Dallas Cowboys not firing Jason Garrett. And trust me, I've been I've been on this. I, it's also another reason why I didn't record a podcast. I'm not going to lie to you, because I was like, I want to I want to cast the firing of Jason Garrett. Uh, Jason Garrett did not get fired as I expected. Remember when I threw a party on Sunday saying that he was uh, going to get fired? Oh, shit. David Stern, former NBA basketball commissioner, one of the greats, has just uh, passed today. I think he was in charge 
like like David. Let me let me speak on David Cern for a couple of minutes. I, I didn't know him personally, obviously. I'm not a part of his family, but what he did for the sport. This is gonna sound kind of like an asshole thing because I was gonna talk about firing Jason Garrett and then. Like, I don't, I don't like to be inauthentic and stuff like that, but what he did for the sport of basketball, what he did for the NBA is pretty fucking phenomenal, and what he did for the Olympic teams was pretty fucking phenomenal with Magic Johnson and Larry Bird and how he pretty much revitalized the NBA. And then on top of that, making sure that NBA players could compete against the other professional league players, forming one of the greatest basketball teams ever created, the Dream Team, back, I think, in 1992, it, 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 he's he's had easily one of the best legacies in all of sports ever. Uh, he he was a great commissioner, unlike freaking Roger Goodell. You know, I'm not gonna freaking jide comments, but yeah, he was he was a great he was a great fucking basketball commissioner. He was one of the best uh, sports commissioners ever. I literally just read this off of Ian Rappaport's tweets. I was like, I I heard that he was hospitalized, but I didn't really want to comment on it. Because I didn't, I didn't know his state. Like I didn't, I didn't want to say. Well, he's hospitalized. He's passed. Um, that sucks. That that really, really sucks. So, yeah. Um, but he he was he was a fucking great, fantastic basketball commissioner. But moving, uh, you know, moving unfortunately off of his passing, I just wanted to say something about that because like that's 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 really really important for the sport of basketball that some that a great like him actually just passed unfortunately. Oh, that sucks. Um anyways, going back to Jason Garrett. Wow, that really really took the wind out of my cells, didn't that? But um Jason Garrett, he is uh he's not fired. <coughs> I think that's contributing to why I'm so sick. Um uh, he didn't get fired on Monday or Sunday as I thought he was. Um, he didn't get fired on Tuesday as I thought he was. And, um, I don't know if the Cowboys are having a meeting. I don't know what the hell's going on here, but, uh, he's still hired. He's still the Dallas Cowboy head coach. So a lot of people are starting to panic. Oh my God. A lot of team, a lot of people are starting to panic and it's like, well, what the hell's going on? Why aren't the Dallas Cowboys, you know, why aren't they, uh, why, why didn't they fire him yet? I think I can tell you a reason why. I'm not going to lie to you. This is a this is kind of a weird theory that I got. Um, I throw these out every once in a while. Sometimes I'm right. Sometimes I'm wrong. You know, I'll, I'll kind of throw something out. I was reading today an article by, uh, by CBS. By CBS. Here it is. CBS Sports. I think it's the Dallas Insider, Patrick Walker. Or something like that. He had an interesting angle on the whole Jason Garrett uh, situation. So yesterday, on Tuesday, uh, Jason Garrett and Stephen Jones, they had, I think, a 30-minute... It it was less than an hour-long meeting, right? So they have less than an hour-long meeting. They're talking to one another, and they're like, okay, you know, well, we got to figure something out here, right? What I think, interestingly enough, some people think, well... (coughs) Sorry, some people think that um, that Jason is going to be on retainer, that he's going to be the guy, he's, he's, he's going to get extended, right? And that's what they're figuring out. They're ex- figuring out how to extend him. And I thought to myself, well, if they were going to extend him, why wouldn't they just extend him, you know? 
if that's the goal here, and I could be wrong about this, but it's like if, if the goal here is to extend him, I mean, why wouldn't you just extend him? You know? If really that's the purpose, you know, just extend him. It's not that hard. So it's like, I don't think they want to extend him. Then it's like, well, why don't, why don't they, why don't they get rid of him? Why is he still the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys? And then this is when things start to click, right? Why is he still in Dallas? Well, obviously, Jason uh, Jason Garrett and Jerry Jones and Stephen Jones, they all have a tight bond, right? You know that, I know that, I talked about it and all that good stuff. And everybody talks about how much he's a nice guy and how much they love him and blah, blah, blah. And Jerry and Stephen, they would 100% love to keep him on retainer in Dallas. Make no mistake about that. They would love to have this dude onto the football team. But the issue is, obviously, with Jason and Jerry and Steven, is that he's not a he's not a good head coach, like, at all. So what do you do now? He's not a good head coach. He's not somebody that you can put in. But you're going to lose him, potentially, to the Giants. Because the Giants, they're recruiting the hell out of Jason Garrett now. So what do you do now? Because he can't be the head coach. You don't want him to leave Dallas... He's not a player, so he can't unretire. How do you, how do you get him out? Well, well, he was a player, but he wasn't very good, you know. And he's too old. It's like, so how do you, how do you get Jason Garrett to stay in Dallas? Oh wait, you put him in the front office. Let me pause it because I got to spit again. Hold on. <sighs> Sorry about that. But you put him in the front office. I got to get a cup. I got to get a spitting cup. Like, I'm, I'm from I'm from Central Texas. You know, I we, we have spitting cups. We spit on the porch and stuff like that. It's disgusting. It's a disgusting habit. But I'm like, I don't want to freaking do that into the microphone because that sounds freaking disgusting. Ugh. Even worse than me burping all the time on camera. I don't mind burping, but it's like spitting. That's where I draw the line. Anyways, you put Jason Garrett in the front office. And that, to me, is where pieces, they start to fall into place. That's when, to me, it's like, oh, wait, you you don't want to lose him to the Giants. You want to keep him in Dallas, but you can't keep him as a head coach. Oh, you can put him in as as a front office type of guy. You want to know how I think, you know, like, and this is what the article goes on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Where is it? Where's that paragraph? Here we go. And this is from the article, I apologize. A separate source confirmed to me prior to the conclusion of the season that Joneses, I guess the Joneses, could find a role for Garrett in the front office, which would open the door for a needed successor at head coach while not allowing another NFL team to benefit from the aforementioned investment he's put into Garrett, which the quote-unquote investment that he's put into Garrett is, it's not an invest. it's just an investment of time, right? It's just an investment of time. 
whatever. The investment is time. There is obvious interest between Garrett and a team like the New York Giants. As one example, an owner, John Mara, and general manager, Dave Gettleman, have already begun lining up interviews for their vacancy vacancy at head coach. It'd be disingenuous to pretend Jones is oblivious to that possible marriage because he isn't at all. It's a scenario he'd blah, 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 blah. You get the point, right? They want to keep Jason in Dallas because obviously they have an investment, which is more an investment of time and energy. They like him a lot. And most importantly, maybe not most importantly, but importantly enough, they don't want him to go to a divisional rival in the Giants, which in my opinion, I, I think he would hinder the Giants more than help them, if I'm honest with you. But I look at Jason Garrett and I look at that issue and it's still going on, by the way. It's New Year's Day. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, not even as far as I'm concerned, as far as I know, there's been <coughs> there's been no information surrounding Jason Garrett today. By the way, I think this will be my my first and only podcast today because I'm I, I'm, I'm coughing, I'm spitting, I'm ah man, Jesus Christ! I think I will do one. And I'll be done. It'll it'll be a long one, but I'll be one and done. But Jesus Christ, man, um, Jason Garrett that that seems that seems like the logical conclusion to me that you would want him as some type of front office personality, as some type of dude to uh, you know to be in the org, but not really be in the org. So I don't know if he was supposed to. I don't know if he was supposed to have a meeting or something like that. But I'm looking at his, uh, at, at like, at, at the websites right now. Apparently, hold on. So the, the discussions, they'll resume Thursday. So they didn't meet today. I think it's because it's New Year's Day. They'll meet tomorrow. All right, I I, I guess I, oh, that's that's so fucking annoying. It's like how do you not how do you not schedule, how, not even schedule, but how do you not get this over with? So I I do think by the way I do think that that's that's the key issue here. Having Jason Garrett uh, be a be a front office guy and not a um and not a head coach anymore. And I think what happened and the reason why the talks fell through is a curveball. I think like it was a curveball. It was something out of left field completely. Jason Garrett didn't expect uh, didn't expect it. He probably wants to be a head coach. I think what um what Jerry Jones and the other guys they they want to have their cake and eat it too. Will they have their cake? No, I don't think so. Um, right now, I, I I don't think Jason Garrett wants to be a front office type of guy. I think he wants to be a head coach, and he said it best. He said it at his exit press interview. During the final game or during the Monday after the final game, he's like, I want to be the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. So I think what's going to happen here very, very shortly is that either he's going to get the job as the Dallas Cowboy head coach or he's going to split or he's going to get some type of front office gig. But if he becomes a head coach for Dallas, you are... Like I'm, I'm gonna have to disown this team. Like I'm, I'm seriously gonna have to disown this team. If he, if he gets another shot in Dallas, 
and we miss out on Lincoln Riley, I'm going to be pissed. I'm going to buy... Let me put it to you like this. There is no illness on this world that will stop me from having that the rant that I would have that day. Whether it would... And, and I can maybe pull together a good couple of minutes right here, right now, if I need to. If I need to go off on a couple minute rant here, I can easily do that. I would prefer not to. I'd prefer to just rest. But Jesus Christ, if I need to, if I need to be explosive today, I will be as explosive as I need to be today. But I'm not going to do that. Um, but Jason Garrett, he either has the chance of being the head coach, continuing to be the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys, which I don't think will happen. Um, actually, I do think it'll happen. I, I I'm very very confused. I think it kind of can. I think anything with the Joneses can happen, but I don't. I don't think it will happen. Even though I think I did just say that it'll happen, I'm a little bit confused right now. I'm a little bit sick. Give me give me some room to breathe here. I don't think he'll be the head coach. At least logic tells me that he shouldn't be the head coach. But at the same token, logic tells me that he sh- like like what the Joneses are doing in the sense of trying to get him to the head, not the head coach, but to the front office position makes a ho- like a hell of a lot of sense. Makes a hell of a lot of sense to me. For them, not for me. I wouldn't have him in the front office. I, actually, I, I may would. But again, he may want to be a head coach. So we may go somewhere else. He may go to uh, he may go to, to the Giants. I don't give a damn. This is way more of a Jerry Jones, Stephen Jones issue than a Cowboys issue, right? Like, they want him in the org. I don't really give a damn if he's in the org. I want him gone from the head coaching position right now. So I think while they got him, and this is kind of a sleazy thing that they're doing. So they're like, well, right now, since we got him, let's just make sure that we can, um, that we can like, that we can negotiate with him. Like the only time that he's, he's free from his contract is going to be, I think in like two weeks. Yeah. Like two weeks. Today's the first and his contract is up on the 14th. So he's going to be up in two weeks. That's when he can essentially say, well, I want to be out of Dallas. I don't want to do this anymore. Blah, 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 blah. I can do whatever I want. Right. But he can't do that now. So he's stuck with the team and he can't go off and he can't be recruited or stuff like that by other teams and other teams wouldn't want to recruit him because he's still with the Cowboys and he could still potentially sign with the Cowboys. <clears throat> so I did have a bunch of material planned for just in case if he did, if, if, if I didn't come across that whole little stick about stick about him, uh, potentially being in the front office, what type of front office job would he have? Would it be the GM? No, it'd probably be like, I'm not going to lie to you. It would probably be some type of a job that Jerry could keep a close eye on him and stuff like that. And, I don't really give a damn about his front office job. It would be it would be in title only. It wouldn't be in actuality, you know. What the hell does he do exactly? I I I I don't know. I don't know about that Jason Garrett, man. I don't know. As I take a swig of my of my Sprite I almost need to spit again, but I'll, I'll power through it. I got a whole, 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 whole bunch of 
Black Monday type of stuff. Got a whole bunch of it ready and waiting to go, locked in the chamber. First and foremost, let's talk about Cam Newton. This is not based off of any information. This isn't based off of speculation. This is just me throwing it out there. I don't think he's leaving Carolina. I just, I don't see it. I don't, unless Jake Tapper wants to have a full reset, which is kind of looking like what he wants to do. I I don't really see it. I really, really don't see it. If, if, if you want to lose a bunch of football games next season, fine. But I, I have the, uh, the draft schedule, the draft, the Carolina Panthers are picking seventh. So unless, like, unless they just screw it up, like, maybe not screw it up, but it's like, unless you guys want to draft a quarterback at seventh, like, I, I just don't see you guys, as in the Panthers, I don't see the Panthers being like, well, we want X guy at, at number seven. You know, we want this guy at number seven. We want Tua, we want Hertz, we want whoever at seven. And they're going to start over Cam Newton. Or we're just going to get rid of Cam Newton and we're just going to have him start. Like, I don't know, man. I I don't see Cam moving off of Carolina just yet. Because essentially the, the reason why you were going to move off of Cam is because you would believe that he wasn't, like, like, maybe not he wasn't, but that you have better options than Cam. That uh, that that uh, that Will Greer was better, or whoever you had was better. The quarterbacks that you drafted last year were better, and they're not. And he's been hurt for the past two years, two to three years. So you got to ask yourself the question. It's like, well, listen. And Greg Olson, in one of his exit interviews, he's like, I don't know what we're doing. Like, I don't know if we're trying to win football games because you fired your head coach midseason. I don't know if we're trying to tank. I don't like I don't know what we're what we're supposed to do as a football team because of the I don't know what we're supposed to do. I don't know if we're tanking for draft position. I don't know if we're supposed to win football game. I don't know. I don't think they know either. And it, it, it can get really, really out of hand really, really quickly if you give up Cam Newton. And really you want to give up Cam Newton within the next couple of months. You want to try and figure out, all right, some of these teams that need a quarterback like the Bears, like the um who else needs a quarterback? The Bears, they need a damn quarterback. The Broncos, they need a they need they need a quarterback. The Chargers, the Bengals, I mean, well maybe not those two teams, the the Jacksonville Jaguars, I don't know. Some of these teams they need a quarterback. The Chargers, they need a quarterback. So you got all these teams that need a quarterback and you got a quarterback. <coughs> Excuse me. You got all these teams that... <clears throat> oh, my God. I apologize for that. You got all these teams that need a quarterback that, that you know, that it's like, do you want to spend a high draft pick on a quarterback or do you want to spend maybe a second and a third on Cam Newton? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe a second and a fourth? I would make the deal if I was some of these teams. But at the same token, if Car- if like like listen, if Carolina wants to do something, I don't I I don't know what the fuck they're doing. I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't know what the fuck Carolina is doing. I don't get it. Um, I I I just 
I don't I don't give what the fuck that team is doing, man. I think they're going to tank. But it's like if you're going to tank, then obviously you want to get rid of Cam Newton. But if you're going to get rid of Cam Newton, you're going to suck for the next couple of years and you're going to waste Christian McCaffrey as well. So it's like do you sign Christian McCaffrey to a big contract or do you let him walk because he's getting a whole lot of touches, man. He is getting a heck of a lot of touches. So do you want to do you want to let him walk as well? Do you let Cam go? Do you let Ron Rivera go? Do you let all these guys go? Retain Christian McCaffrey and try and draft somebody in the next draft at seven. I I got the draft selection right here. It's the Bengals, then Washington, Detroit, Giants, Dolphins, Los Angeles, and then the Panthers. Do you want to wait? Do you want to just, you know, do you want to keep on with the, with the freaking Chargers? Do you want to try that or do you want to try and make moves? What's it going to be? What's it going to be? Way I see it, you got a whole lot of options. If you're, if you're, listen, if you're the freaking Panthers, you can either try something or you can just sit down and relax. And by sit down and relax, I mean you can tank. You can try to do something with this football team or you can tank. I think they're going to tank, but weirdly enough, I don't think they're going to move off of Cam because I think they want to try to win football games, you know, because he's going to be, the owner is going to own the team for like three years. He moved off the head coach. He's moved off. He's going to move off the quarterback. And then it's like, who are you going to have? Like a a first year rookie? I, I, I don't know, man. I, I really, really don't know about them moving off of Cam Newton in favor of a new guy when they could just keep and retain Cam and um, and, and try and make something happen. I don't know. With the, and, and the new guy could sit down. I don't know. I don't know. It's really... But at the same token, I, I keep going back and forth because it's just I really, really don't know. I don't know who this owner is. I don't know what he's all about. He's a new owner. He's only been the owner of the Carolina Panthers for like the last three years. So I, I look at that football team. I look at the um, the Panthers and I'm like, it's a wild card, man. It really is. You guys could be doing a whole bunch of different stuff with that football team. I don't, I don't know what's going on. I really, really don't. If you know, hey, uh, congratulations. <laughs> Congratulations, you're one of the only few people that know what the hell is going on in Carolina because I, I'm stumped. Speaking of uh, stumped, uh, Pat Shermer, I predicted this and I said this, I said this uh, Sunday, I was like, the NFC East, they're pretty much going to have three coaches that are, they're going to have three vacancy spots um, that are going to be open. One was just filled. Ron Rivera was signed to the Washington team. Um, we'll talk about Washington in a second, but at the same token, I don't just want to talk about Ron Rivera. I also want to talk about Pat Shermer. He was fired as well. Jason Garrett's the only dude that hasn't been fired yet. But um, Ron Rivera, not Ron Rivera, Pat Shermer, I think he was in his second season with the um, with the Giants. Oh, God, that team has fallen. Fallen flat on its face with Pat Shermer as the head coach. Remember how everybody was like, you know what? We we knew who we had 
and Daniel Jones. We call him Danny Dimes there. All of those New York publications that had absolutely eviscerated him in the press, they were now starting to suck him off like it was nobody's business. And they were calling him Danny Dimes, Danny Dimes, Danny Dimes. And he was dishing out nickels and pennies against every team that he was facing. Danny Dimes, Danny Dimes. Danny Dimes, he's the dime maker. He's the dime bringer. Right? Apparently, Danny Dimes can't save you from getting your dimes, Pat Shermer, because you got fired. Which sucks because, you know, second year head coach, but I mean, he's just not, he just didn't bring in the results. Remember, they have Saquon Barkley, who. I, a lot of people said was better than Zeke. I'm like, listen, I, as much as I've, I, I thought we should have traded Zeke at the beginning of the season. And I was right. I was right when I said, I, I, I was like, this seems wrong. Uh, excuse me. This seems wrong to say it. But it's like, listen, one of the guys that really hasn't lived up to his contract this season, Zeke Elliott. I thought if we had one other guy at running back, I think it would have opened up the playbook exponentially more instead of just running it on first and down straight up the gut. Every single down, man. It's like, I I just, I, I don't get it with Saquon. You know, everybody's talking about Saquon and Thaquan and all that good stuff. I'm like, listen, Saquon's a good back, but it's like, if you guys don't have anything else besides a running back, you guys are in for some trouble. You guys are in for some smoke. And I don't think some of these teams, they want that smoke that the NFC East brings upon running backs. I mean, it you got to have a running back now in the NFC East. You got to have somebody at the offensive line in the NFC East to be able to play against some of these defensive lines. We're going to talk about Washington and Ron Rivera in in a couple of minutes and what he adds and what he's going to bring to the team. But you also got to remember that the Eagles, they have a great front seven. The Cowboys, their front seven played like hot garbage this year, but they still have a really, really nice one as well. And then you got to remember the Giants a couple of years ago, they had a really, really nice front four. So, I mean, you got a lot of teams in the NFC East that that have the potential to just have some show-stopping, Front fours, front sevens. It's like, listen, if you don't got a running back, it's going to be really, really hard to play a good running back. It's going to be really, really hard to play against these football teams. If you have a terrible one on top of having a bad offensive line, it's a straight-up murder, man. So uh, going back to Pat Shermer, am I surprised that he got fired? Absolutely not. I predicted that he was going to get fired. But uh, I'm surprised that he was fired and uh, in, in such a way that What's his name? Dave Gettleman Dave should probably be following him as well. I have no idea how he's still he's still around. I, I, I don't get that one at all. You know, he's going to keep on drafting for the Giants, and we're going to keep on applauding him. Thank you, David Gettleman, Dave, uh, Dave Gettleman, for being a great GM to the rest of the NFCs. I'm going to blow my nose, and I'm going to freaking spit, and then I'll come back in a couple of seconds. Hold on, because my, my freaking nose is getting disgusting.
Alright, sorry about that. But um yeah, I'm I'm surprised that Gettleman he isn't gone as well. I'm I'm really, really surprised that he's not gone as well. He should one hundred percent be gone as well. I can't tell you anyone that he drafted after that first round with Jan- with Daniel Jones. And I don't give a damn what anyone says. It's obvious that Haskins is better. And it's obvious he will be better next season. It's not obvious now, but it's going to be obvious really, really soon that Dwayne Haskins is better than Daniel Jones. Let me write something down really, really quickly. Something just flashed across my television screen. Alabama versus Michigan. Uh, I just wanted to write this down. In Alabama. What's that Beyonce song where she's like, you mix that Texas, my daddy from Bama, my mama Louisiana, you mix that da-na-na-na-na, then you get that Texas Bama. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I can get up and I can sing for Beyonce. But I... <laughs> <coughs> I can't, I, I can't freaking yell and scream. I It's Beyonce. It's like, how can you not start singing to a Beyonce song? It's like not getting up and singing for freaking a Taylor Swift song. It's like, you, you, you either got to be a fan of one or the other. Texas Bama. Get in formation. You know what I'm talking about. Hold on. Let me, let me play that song. I love that song. My daddy Alabama, yeah. mama Louisiana. You mix that Negro with that Creole, make a Texas Bama. Excuse me. I was listening. I, I, I love that that movie, Homecoming, man. You mix that Louisiana, you get that Texas Bama. All right, pause it. All right, all right. I've had my fill. God, I love me some Beyonce. Anyways, uh, talked about Pat Pat Shermer's firings and stuff like that. Um, before I before I kind of circle back to Jason Garrett in a little bit. I got this interesting statistic for you. Actually, before I get to that interesting statistic, I, I like, I like, you know how much I like stats. I actually looked at the uh, the Dallas Cowboys schedule. I took a screenshot of it on my computer. It was a screenshot that the Dallas Cowboys uh, official Twitter account had put on. And I was like, well, let me freaking capture that bitch. Let me get it on. Frick, get out of my way. Here it is. All right. So, obviously, next season is not here yet, but I have the 2020 opponents for next season, ironically enough. Um, Obviously, it's going to be our division, like our divisional rivals. Then you got Atlanta, and these are the home games. I'll read you the away games here in a second. But at home, you got Atlanta, the Browns, the 49ers, the Steelers, and the Cardinals. I'll take that. Away, you got the Seahawks, the Ravens, the Bengals, the Vikings, and then the Rams. 
I get it. It's the first day. <laughs> it's literally the first day of 2020. The season does not start for another nine months. I like I like the schedule, man. Excuse me. I like the schedule. I like that. I like that we get to face off against... Uh, who, who do we get to face off against, man? Who is it? Jesus Christ, I just read it off. I like that we get to face off against the Browns, man. That's an easy one. That's an easy one. They don't even have a GM. We'll talk about some of the firings that happened in, in Cleveland in a little bit. But it's like... I, I like the schedule. It's doable. You got some tough games on the schedule. You got Baltimore in Baltimore, and you got Seattle in Seattle, right? And then you got the Rams again. So there's going to be some tough games, but there's going to give there's going to be some gimmies. There's going to be Arizona at home. There's going to be the Bengals in Cincinnati. There's going to be the Steelers at home. There's going to be some gimmies. There's going to be some really really nice games for you. But do you capitalize on some of these really, really nice games? Because I think that you can. I think that they can capitalize on some of these games. It's like, you guys got to freaking nut up or shut up, you know? You guys got to freaking handle your freaking business. Some of these games you can easily steal from some of these guys in your own division. And out of the division. We'll talk about that later, uh, going on later on in the, uh, in the year. I don't want to give out like a, like a, like a, what's it called? Win loss. Cause I mean, I, I was wrong on the Dallas Cowboys win loss ratio this year. I said 10 and six. They did not go 10 and six. They went eight and eight and they missed the playoff. So that should tell you how accurate I am at predicting this, the Cowboys season. But we'll talk about that later on. I, I, I especially will feel more comfortable predicting that once we go through the draft, which is obviously going to happen in April, and also once we get a freaking head coach, and if we can actually play Dak Prescott here. Let me go downstairs, let me get a, a, my water here, because I've been drinking Sprite. I'm going to mix it with some vitamin C. I know I'm moving around a lot, and I'm having to like freaking mute myself and go around. I Just bear with me, bear with me. Once I get this water in me, uh, with some vitamin C, I'll be I'll, I'll be up for uh, for the challenge. Hold on.
Ugh, sorry, sorry for all the, uh, again, I gotta apologize. Sorry for all the moving around and stuff like that. God, I just gotta freaking get some of this freaking, oh my god, my throat is on fire right now. Feels weak. Feels like I've literally screamed my head off and I've barely done any talking. So I'm like, ah, man, I don't want to freaking ruin my throat or ruin my voice. But I haven't even gotten to the good stuff of the week. Now I got to drink this. This vitamin C stuff. Hold on. It's not mixing properly. It got freaking clogged up. Oh, God. How does this stuff get clogged up? Go down. Should have drank some of it. Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. Anyways, what the hell was I talking about before? I was talking about, uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I think I talked, I was going to talk about the Cardinals. Yeah, oh, okay. So, let me talk about the Cardinals first. As I'm trying to mix this stuff in. For that, let me refresh Ian Rappaport's Twitter. Why I've been hastily responding, not responding, uh, refreshing. Okay, absolutely nothing there. Where's this other tab that I had pulled up? Texas Bama. Is this it? No. Oh, no, this is it. So, doesn't say Ian Rappaport. So, uh, I remember a couple of months ago, and by a couple months ago, I mean six, seven, eight months ago. Let me take a swig of this first. Hold on. Oh, my God. It tastes like literally vitamins that have been mixed in with water. But what it does to heal my throat, I, don't, I can't explain it, man. It, it feels so good. Anyways, I remember like six, seven, eight months ago, everybody was like, how can you draft a baseball player number one overall? How can you draft a short five foot six, five foot four something quarterback in the first round, let alone number one overall? And I'm like, those same morons that were saying you can't draft Kyler Murray number one overall were probably the same people that were saying that Lamar Jackson can't play quarterback. He's too short. Well, how how can a short quarterback play the, the play the position of quarterback? Oh, I don't know. Maybe the exact same way he played it in Oklahoma when he was a Heisman Trophy winner, and the same way that he played it in high school when he didn't drop a game against any of the uh, any any high school football team in his entire high school career. Four years didn't lose a damn football game. And I gotta hear it from people who don't know who people who aren't learned, who people who don't study Murray State, and they want to tell me that this dude is going to be a bust, that he that he should switch positions or he shouldn't, or he's going to get killed in the NFL. I've been watching this dude since high school. I went to high school. That, I didn't win. I didn't go to high school. I don't know him, but it's like the, I didn't even, I didn't even graduate the same year. I graduated a couple of years after he did. But when he committed to AM, I was like, bro, that like AM got the steal of Texas. Like, that's a Texan quarterback that actually wants to play for a Texan school. 
that's stupidly rare. And and he was great. I was I wa- I saw his final game in high school. I was like, holy smokes, this guy is amazing. And then he went to A&M and then A&M fucked it up. I don't know how the fuck they fucked that shit up, but they did. They found a way. Congratulations, A&M. You missed out on another Texan quarterback. But they fucked that shit up. And then he went to freaking Oklahoma. And he absolutely lit it up in Oklahoma. Hey, A&M, how do you feel about that? Bunch of losers. But Kyler Murray, I mean, check this out. Here, here's his stats. Here's here's the team's offensive stats since he has joined the Atlanta, uh, not the Atlanta Falcons, excuse me, the Arizona Cardinals. A hundred more total yards per game, sixty percent completions, sixty sixty percent increase, not completions, excuse me, sixty percent increase in points scored, ninety one point seven percent more scoring drives. more yards per game, 40.7% increase in touchdowns scored. Those are all fantastic numbers. I know those are percentages. I know those are a little bit hard to, to, to do and make and stuff like that. But let me tell you something, man. Every single, every single time I look at Kyler Murray and I compare him to Josh Rosen, I'm like, this dude is way better than Rosen. Let me take a swig of my water. I remember people wanted to laugh. People wanted to be like, ha ha. Kyler Murray, he stinks. Kyler Murray, he stinks. Kyler Murray stinks. Kyler Murray sucks. Kyler Murray's a bad quarterback. I'm like, are you guys sure about that? He's too short. He's too short. He's too short. The short guy is beating out the tall guy. Who would have thought that an untraditional quarterback who's short would be able to beat some of the big guys? I mean, you know, you know, I mean, isn't there a short guy in... New Orleans? Isn't he the all-time leader in passing yards and touchdowns? Oh, I, I, I didn't want to go there. I didn't want to go there. I didn't want to bring up the breeze. Didn't want to bring up the cool breeze, but I had to bring up Drew Breeze. Blowing him. Just cold, man. It's funny how people can easily just forget. Oh, yeah, I'm Russell Wilson. He's also a short guy as well. It's funny how people can always forget about the short guys or, or, the, or, or examples not even examples, but points. Yeah, examples. I think that's what they're called. I'm a little. I, I'm out of my mind right now on drugs. But it's funny how. <laughs> oh my god, that sounds terrible. But it's funny how people can forget examples to the contrary. <coughs> Excuse me. Examples to the contrary, as quickly as they can remember them. Like everybody, like Drew Brees had his moment. Then everybody forgets that Drew Brees is like six feet tall, 5'11", something like that. Everybody forgets about that. He's one of the best and most prolific quarterbacks I've ever seen in my entire life. He's too short, he's too short. 40.7% increase in touchdowns scored. Yeah, he's too short. Oh yeah, by the way, check this out. He's going to get better. Again, I got the draft picks. Arizona's picking eighth. They're picking eighth, so they're picking in the top ten. You can either get an offensive lineman. You can either get a defensive player. You can get a wide receiver. You can get a whole bunch of stuff for Kyler Murray. You can get a whole bunch of weapons for Kyler Murray. Because really, it's like, 
You can't go wrong starting somewhere. Start wide receiver. Really, I would upgrade the offensive line. Protect the number one asset. Start there. And let's continue from there. But everybody wants to... You know, everybody wants to be like a five-year-old child and be like, well, he's short. He's too short to play football. And it's like, you know, you're just using your two eyes. You're not really using your brain. It's like a toddler could tell you, oh, yeah, that guy is shorter than everybody else on the football field. But what does that tell you about his ability to throw the damn football? Doesn't really tell you a whole lot. Because everybody can see that Drew Brees is one of the shortest guys on the football field. Russell Wilson is one of the shortest guys on the football field. They're both two of the best and most prolific passers in the game right now. Excuse me. You may want to retract that statement of, well, he can't play because he's too he's too short. This isn't like you're, when you're at a freaking uh, town and county fair where you have to be this tall to ride this ride. That's some bull jive. Oh my God. Hashtag come up with better arguments. He's too short to play football. He's too short to play football. Oh my God. What a freaking joke that is. Yeah, well, I guess Josh Rosen is too freaking tall to play quarterback because that's why he's benched, isn't it? It's not, but you know, it's not because he's a bad quarterback that everybody over-evaluated coming out of college. He can't even beat Ryan Fitzpatrick for a starting position. Huh. Huh. He's too short. He's too short. All right. Speaking of somebody who is constantly over-criticized, undervalued, just absolutely just thrashed in the media. Everybody doesn't like this guy. My guy, Dak Prescott. My guy, Dak Prescott. You can go back all the way, all the way, all the way to when I first started this, this podcast. I said to myself, if Dak Prescott doesn't get 4,000 yards, 30 touchdowns, something is severely wrong with the team. Either he got hurt or Mark Cooper got hurt, which he was hurt, or something terrible happened. I was like, I don't know why the Dallas Cowboys didn't sign him when they had the chance to sign him. Because you do realize that he's going to have the opportunity to, to have his best year playing in the NFL. He has Michael Gallup who I thought was going to be a lot better this year, and he was not a lot better. He was just okay. But even then, he was a 1,000-yard wide receiver. He had a full year with Amari Cooper, who was hurt. He had a 1,000-yard uh, year. He had Randall Cobb, who had a better into his career, uh, into his year, not career, excuse me, in, better into his year than, uh, than start of the year. Then he had Jason Witten, better beginning than end, right? Had all those guys. I'm like, you guys think that he's going to be better, that he's going to be worse? He had 3,800 yards without those guys last year. Then Dak Prescott, he throws for 4,903 yards, I think, this year, if I'm not mistaken. 4,300 and... Not 300. How many yards did he throw for? He threw for like 4,900, right? I'm not tripping on that. Yeah, 4,902. Two yards away from breaking Tony Romo's record. By the way, Dak Prescott also broke another record. Second quarterback in Dallas Cowboy history to throw for 30 touchdowns. 
guy that's inaccurate, a guy that can't throw. I don't know why nobody is talking about this. Seriously. Guy that can't throw, guy that has no arm, guy that has a weak arm, his 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 accuracy is terrible. Everything sucks about him. Oh my god, my throat hurts. But this guy apparently, guy that can't throw, guy that doesn't have any accuracy, guy that doesn't have uh the ability to get better, doesn't have any natural talent, whatever. Those for 4,902 yards in his fourth year, 65% completion percentage, 30 touchdowns, 11 interceptions, almost throwing a 3-to-1 touchdown interception ratio. That'll do. That'll do. Guys were dropping passes like it was nobody's business. Easily could have had well over 5,000 yards. Easily probably could have had a 3-to-1 touchdown interception ratio of guys that actually freaking caught the damn ball. But everybody wants to freaking piss him off. Everybody wants to say how inaccurate he is. And I'm like, you you do realize that he has improved consistently throughout his entire career. And everybody wants to tell me, well, he's not a top 10 quarterback. I'm like, you know what? Let's play the game where I look at the teams and I say to myself, well, who's better? Who, who, who are the top 10 quarterbacks, right? I got the entire NFL roster right here, entire NFL teams. I got all 32 teams right here. I'm going to name you the teams that got better quarterbacks than, uh, than the Dallas Cowboys, the Patriots. Tom, I'm, I'm not even going to name the teams. I'm just going to name the quarterbacks, Tom Brady, uh, Russell Wilson. Aaron Rodgers, Ben Roethlisberger, Lamar Jackson, Drew Brees, Patrick Mahomes, Deshaun Watson, I was going to say Phillip Rivers, but Phillip Rivers has had a really, really bad season. So that's eight. That is eight. Some people are going to say, well, what about Carson Wentz? What about Carson Wentz? Was I or was I not wrong when I said that he was going up and beating up on teams that didn't have a head coach? That wouldn't have a head coach by the end of the week. Or worse yet, would replace their head coach by the end of the week. Did I or did I not say that? Don't talk to me about Carson Wentz being better than Dak Prescott when he's barely beating teams with head coaches. Without head coaches that are going to be fired by the end of the week. Oh my God. He beats Seattle, then we'll talk. But as far as I'm concerned, he hasn't done jack this season. Absolutely nothing. Meanwhile, Dak Prescott, 4,900. He's done his job. He has done everything to impress me. He's done everything to show me that he's ready to take that next step. All he needs to do next season, work on his red zone efficiency. We'll get there. We will get there. We know he can drive down the football field. Now, all he has to do now, just work on that red zone efficiency. Tie a pretty bow around his overall game and we'll keep it rolling. We will keep it rolling. But 4,000 yards, 30 total touchdowns. Not 30 total, 30 passing touchdowns. I think he has 33 total touchdowns. Second quarterback in Dallas Cowboy history. I mean, Roger Staubach didn't do it. Troy Aikman didn't do it. 
Second quarterback in Cowboy history. Tell, I'm trying to tell you, man, he's something special. Nobody wants to admit it. Everybody wants to suck off Carson Wentz all day. All right, like a vacuum cleaner. All right. All right. How's he going to do in the playoffs? I don't want to hear. He's going up against a great team. He's supposed to be that dude. He better go up and beat against Seattle. Beat Seattle this weekend. Jesus Christ. What I got on deck? This guy, uh, freaking Al Riveron. I'm gonna, I'm gonna only talk about this for a couple of seconds, then I'm gonna move off of this. Fire him. Fire him now. Fire him. Uh, yesterday, today. I, I, I cannot believe that, um, that he is still allowed to be in relationships with the NFL. I, I can't believe it myself. I don't understand it. Somebody's got to explain this one to me. Uh, he's the guy that apparently overturns calls and stuff like that. So interesting uh, enough, I got his quote on the Seattle Seahawks 49ers play. Because remember, I was spazzing out on Sunday. I was like, I don't know why they didn't call the pass interference and blah, blah, blah on Al Riveron and all that good stuff. Not on Al Riveron, on the 49ers. And I'm like, this is for the playoffs. This is for the NFL seed and blah, blah, blah. I didn't understand it. I still don't understand it. I got some articles pulled up. One article in particular I don't have to pay money for or sign up for a newsletter. So we'll read that one. Jim Nagy, they, they got this guy, Jim Nagy, booth ref, booth ref. So this is NBC's referee. Uh, they're, they're like consultant, essentially. This isn't Al Riveron. This is their, like their consultant. He's clearly got him grabbed, significantly hindering the receiver. This should be a booth review. I'm surprised they haven't stopped the game. Blah, blah, blah. According to Riveron, Hollister initiated the, co- uh, the, the contact with Warner, but it wasn't viewed as a foul Warner reached out, blah, 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 blah. Well, we actually looked at it here in New York. We had a great look. NBC gives us a great look at the entire route. So we actually did perform a review, but based on what we saw, we didn't see enough to stop the game. Again, nothing which rises to the level of a foul based on visual evidence. Nothing happens that rises to the level of a foul while the ball is in the air before it gets there by either player that was Al Riveron, and I'm getting even more sicker by the moment just by reading that freaking quote. <clears throat> I think Al Riveron thinks I'm I'm a fucking moron. Hey, that college referee called a nice pass interference. Literally the exact same pass interference that the NFL referees didn't call. It's like Al Riveron thinks I'm a, I'm a fucking moron, apparently, that I don't know what I see. Uh, apparently, he's fucking as blind as a bat. I don't know why the NFL puts up with this horse shit. I, I don't get it, man. I seriously don't get it. 
I don't get why the fuck they they continuously do this. I I don't get why I'm forced to be subjected to this as a football fan. I I I love good football. Would you fuck up the game like this when the refs they fuck up the game like this and you don't fucking call it and this affects who's going to go to the Super Bowl and who's going to fucking play in the Super Bowl? You don't do shit about this and you wonder why people aren't tuning into the Super Bowl. I don't want to hear the NFL's bitching and moaning in February when people won't watch the fucking game because some bullshit like this has happened once again with Al Riveron and his horrible goddamn officiating staff. And nobody's going to take freaking responsibility for this action. You, somebody needs to come in and backhand Al Riveron in his face and say, dude, you better get your shit together within the next month or your ass is grass. You better find a new fucking job somewhere else or else you will, you, you, you better fix this shit and you better fix it quick or else you are gone from this league getting paid hundreds of millions of dollars or I, however, he's getting paid way too much fucking money. I don't know his salary, but he's definitely getting paid way too much fucking money to fucking miss a fucking easy-ass call like that. Literally affects who wins the West. The Saints, they don't get a bye week. They got to play this weekend. The Seahawks, they don't get the third seed. And the freaking uh, the 49ers, they get the, they get the one seed. How the fuck do you not review that shit? And how, most importantly, how the fuck did you not see that shit? Stevie Wonder saw that shit with his sunglasses on inside with the lights off and the TV off. He saw that shit. How the fuck do you not see that shit? Holy shit. Let me spit. God damn it. I'm so pissed off at that damn Al River on. Sorry about that. Jesus Christ, how do you not see that that is past interference? Oh my God. And worse yet, how how does Roger Goodell not come out and say, that's bullshit, you need to call that shit out. What are you doing? What the fuck are you doing? We pay you tens of millions of dollars. You don't call that shit? Oh. Your ass is gone, son. Well, that's out river on for you, and that's the NFL. They're willing to spend more time, more resources, and more money investigating players for smoking weed than investigating your own referees for actually freaking influencing the games yet again. I don't know. Isn't that kind of weird that this is the second year in a row where a bunch of NFLs have just not thrown the flag? I tell you something, man. Something bad is going to happen. Fans are going to start jumping these dudes. Fans are going to start throwing shit on the floor. So, uh, on the Yeah, not on the floor, but on the field. Shit is about to go down, and it's about to make the NFL look like a freaking trash-ass organization. Excuse me. And that's not what you want to happen. But that's what will happen, because the NFL, they don't want to do shit about it. It's not my $10 billion industry or my... 60 plus billion dollar industry or whatever whatever the fuck the NFL is worth I'm not an NFL owner why the fuck do I care about this fucking league I care about my fucking team but it's like you bitches want to fucking <coughs> oh my god like you guys want to freaking be a bunch of jackasses about it I'll be a, the, the biggest donkey of the day I'll be the biggest donkey 
on the freaking field, eating some grass and hee-hawing all day long. Get your shit together. Bitch. Oh, man. Speaking of getting people's shits together. Hey, Pittsburgh, how do you feel about having uh, your, your head coach as your head coach? How do you feel about having a bunch of backup quarterbacks uh, starting and uh, having, an, an what, an eight-plus win season instead of completely crumbling at the end of the season? What was Pittsburgh's record? That's what I'm interested in, man. Are they playing in the playoffs or, or did... No, they're not playing in the playoffs. Oh, it's because they lost. They lost to the, um... To the, uh... To the, what's it called? To the Ravens. They lost to the Ravens, so because they lost to the Ravens, they couldn't get into the playoffs. Who got into the play? Oh, it was the, uh, the Titans that got in besides them. But then they would have had some tiebreaker bullshit or whatever. I don't, I don't know what the fuck would have happened if they didn't win. But they didn't win. Or if they did win, excuse me. But they didn't win. So now they're ass. They didn't get into the playoffs. But they went 8-8. Eight and eight. They went the same record with Dallas. So it's like one guy had a head coach. The other guy didn't. The other teams, they, the other team, he didn't. So Dak Prescott, he freaking got his, his freaking, he got robbed because of Jason Garrett. But Jesus Christ, I was like, at, at the beginning of the season, I was like, I can't believe that, that people in Pittsburgh are actually suggesting to get rid of Mike Tomlin. I was like, you people do realize that he's one of the main reasons why your team is still competent to this day. And you hear all these people talking about people in the media. People were like, oh my God, Mike Tomlin, he sucks, he sucks, he sucks. He's terrible. He's a terrible head coach. Let me play you a clip that pretty much synopsis is a, is a synopsis of people's feelings of Mike Tomlin. Here you go. Fan bases mostly know they're, they're pretty good. After that, you do realize that Jason Garrett falls in the class of the other guys who we all. Sorry, I'm getting like an ad. I don't want to see your stupid freaking Papa John's ad. Like way more than we love. Mike Tomlin gets heat in Pittsburgh, but you like him. Bill O'Brien in Houston. Dan Quinn's been to a Super Bowl in Atlanta. Ron Rivera in Carolina. Jason Garrett. Mike Zimmer in Minnesota. They're clearly competent, all of them. They've won division. Pause, pause, pause. So, a little bit of context for you. Colin, this is Colin Cowherd. This wasn't, this was almost a year ago, actually. He has this list of head coaches. So he says, eight NFL head coaches that make a difference. Bill Belichick, Pete Carroll, John Harbaugh, Sean McVay, Matt Nagy, Sean Payton, Andy Reid, and then Doug Peterson. Doesn't include Mike Tomlin. Right? He he actually includes Jason Garrett in the list of head coaches that you like him. Right. Or they're competent. Right. Even though that his teams, for some weird reason, can't make it to the playoffs. Unlike Ron Rivera's teams, unlike um, Mike Tomlin's teams that 
you know, he almost made the playoffs this year, but I mean, he's dealing with a third or fourth string. I don't know what string Ducky Hodges is, but he's obviously not a first string. He's obviously not a starter. Neither is Mason Rudolph. So before people start to say, well, well, I, I mean, he, he doesn't win football games with the backup quarterbacks. I mean, only one guy wins backup, only, only two guys win freaking football games with the backup quarterbacks. That's Bill Belichick and that's Sean Payton. I don't want to hear that Mike Tomlin can't win football games with that freaking, I don't know who the hell that is on the football field that, that he's got on the damn football field every other damn week. I don't give a damn. Because all I know is this, they change up their name so many different times, my head is spinning right now. I don't even know Ducky's real name, Ducky Hodges. Don't even know his freaking real name. Because next year he's probably going to be a third stringer or on a different team. They had Paxton Lynch. They were like, we're running so low on quarterbacks, we may have our slot wide receiver, Y in Switzer. Be quarterback if it comes to that. Don't talk to me about Mike Tomlin being inadequate, inept, inopportune, chicanerous, deceitful. I don't know what the hell you want to say say to me about freaking freaking him. Mike Tomlin, don't tell don't talk to me about he's the issue. Don't tell me he's the issue. He is the solution to an ongoing problem that begins with the quarterback. I guarantee you one thing right now, Mike Tomlin left the, the Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh would be a bottom of the division team every single year. Because let me tell you something, that AFC North, it's like a bunch of cannibals. They want to they, they wanna eat their own. Ravens, they've wanted to feast on the Steelers all day long, all season long. They smelled blood in the water and they were like the sharks are about to circle. Or better yet, the ravens are about to circle circle and cause a ruckus in Baltimore and Pittsburgh. Don't talk to me about ravens. Don't talk to me about the Pittsburgh Steelers and how, and how terrible they are with Mike Tomlin when you aren't even able to address the situation at quarterback because the quarterback is so damn anemic that he can't even... Like, look at his numbers in the Super Bowl. They were pathetic. Look at his numbers the years that they went to the Super Bowl. It's all been because of that defense all day long. I'm sick and tired of it. I'm sick and tired of it. Hell, I'm somewhat sick right now. I'm sick and I'm tired of it. (sighs) Two throws it to four. You know what? You get 24, Michigan versus Alabama. I can't believe I'm still watching this game. It's still the freaking first half. How is it the first half? That's because I haven't been fast-forwarding through commercials. That's why. <clears throat> but Mike Tomlin, man, you guys, everybody wants to throw his ass under the bus for some weird reason. I'm like, why the hell do you want to throw him under the bus? He's he's one of the best coaches in the league. That just that just doesn't make any sense to me, man. Some of you, some of you need to find a new hobby, a new a new industry, a new fun little thing for you to get yourself into so that way you don't, I don't know, sound like Colin does on the internet. I don't know, man. I don't play no games like this. How do you think that Mike Tomlin and Jason Garrett are competent head coaches? Would you, like, I always ask this question, right? I always ask this question. I'm like, 
Why do people think Jason Garrett is a competent head coach? Everybody keeps saying, well, he wins football games. But I'm like, yeah, he doesn't win games in the most important situation. Like, Peyton, at least he was a great regular season football player. But it's like, at least he had Super Bowls. Like, what does Jason have? He's got nothing. Like, nothing. I mean, literally nothing. He doesn't even have a championship game under his belt. People want to tell me he wins football games? I'm like, all right. Yeah, he can win football games, but he can't. He either can't win enough to consistently go to the playoffs, or worse yet, he loses in the first round of the playoffs. Yeah, you're right. He wins football games. Hmm. Speaking of Jason Garrett, <sighs> gosh, man, I said I was going to talk about him a little bit later on. It's time. It's time to talk about him. Let me dig deep here. Let me take a swig of my vitamin C uh, smart water. Hold on. Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. It's like drinking. It's like drinking life. God, it just replenished me. So, let's get into it. Let's get into it right now, right here, right now. He's not better than Bill Belichick. He's not better than Sean Payton. He's not better than Sean McVay. He's not better than uh, Pete Carroll. He's not better. He's not better than all these guys that have had uh, that have had major success. Mike Tomlin. He's not better than him. Some people are already going to jump down my throat and say, "Well, 24, 24, 24." He's not supposed to be better than him. He's not as good as better than him. Why are you comparing him to Hall of Fame head coaches? So glad you asked me that, faithful viewer. Why am I comparing Jason Garrett to the best head coaches in the league? Interestingly enough, he has a stat that correlates with the best in the league. Want to know what that stat is? Best head coaches in the league. Makes him comparable to them. Longevity. Longevity. They're still firing fireworks, by the way, outside. Literally all last night during midnight, I was up at midnight. They were freaking, sounded like there was a bunch of gunshots going off. I'm like, Jesus Christ, how many fireworks? You? I, I I get a New Year's. New Year's. I'm like, I'm, I'm sick. I'm shut in. I'm like, Jesus Christ, how many fireworks are you guys going to pop off? Usually it's like, well, I live in a small neighborhood. I'm like, Jesus Christ, like you, you guys didn't throw this, shoot this many fireworks when we were shooting fireworks outside. What happened to the shows? Sick and shut in. I'm like, you. when I was outside shooting fireworks, none of you guys shooting fireworks outside. Now they wanted to get antsy. I had to fight. We had the cops be called on us one year because of how much ruckus we were making on the 4th of July. I'm like, really? But yesterday they wanted to have a party. I said, shoot, you must be Jack, you must be Jack Rabbit crazy. I'm like, ain't that a bit? Anyways, longevity. That's what I can compare Jason Garrett to the other coaches that I mentioned. Bill Belichick, Sean Payton, Pete Carroll, blah, 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 blah. Mike Tomlin. Longevity, ladies and gentlemen. Why does that matter? Why does him being a head coach for a long time matters? Well, because in the span of his career as the Dallas Cowboys head coach and the span of those guys' career as their head coaches, I mean, I can count three Super Bowls from Bill, one from Mikey T, 
one from Pete Carroll. So already we're five and, um, uh, and more Super Bowl appearances combined with all three of those guys, Mike Tomlin, uh, Bill, Billy B and Pete Carroll and Sean Payton. I think he's got another one as well. So you want to talk to me about this guy and how great of a quarterback, not a quarterback, a, a, a head coach he is and how exceptional he is and how great of a coach and blah, 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 blah. And how many games he can win and sucking him off like a freaking vacuum cleaner. I'm like, okay, but can we at least admit that he is not as good as the other guys that have had the amount of time that he has had? And it's not even close, ladies and gentlemen. Can we at least admit that? Because that's what I'm saying. He ain't even half as good as some of those guys. Speaking of some of those guys that he is not half as good at, I do not get the Jim Harbaugh stuff. Coach at Michigan. I don't fucking get it. I, I don't, man. I don't. He's had three, four years. I don't fucking get it. Everybody says he can coach. I'm like, where the fuck are the results? Where are the results? Everyone tells me he can coach, but I'm like, well, why hasn't he gone to a college football playoffs? Has he? Am I wrong on that? If he has, he's, he's always gotten booted now. Like right now I'm watching him play in a bowl game and his team is losing, uh, losing to a Tua, Wes Tagovailoa version of, a, of, of Alabama. They just hit a 57-yard field goal, so now they're up by two. But I'm like Alabama's the better football team, and they're missing their better. They're missing their best football player. I I just I don't get it, man. I I know that a lot of people love John Harbaugh or Jim Harbaugh. I think that's what his name is. A lot of people love him. A lot of people love him. I get it. It's like my God, man. Can it's like can can we be real? Can we? Can we be real? He's not as good as people thought. Can he win games? Can he win games? Before we start anointing him as as this god or a, as an NFL head coach or as a college head coach cuz I just I don't I don't see it, man. I really really don't. Let me spit here in a second. Hold on. Oh my god. I'm not even gonna lie. I, I tripped. I tripped and I fell as I'm like, freaking gargling up, trying to freaking get all this phlegm out of my throat. Jesus Christ, man! And I stubbed my toe and I freaking went flying on the ground because I didn't see where I was going. Oh sweet Jesus! This is off to a great start. Watching uh, the halftime show. In fast forward, Alabama versus uh, versus whatever. But yeah, um, I, I don't I don't get Jim Harbaugh. I don't get I, I I don't get freaking Jason Garrett. I don't get either one of these guys having a having the tenure that they've had, having the success, having all that stuff. I don't get it, man. I don't get any of it. Especially Jason Garrett, when compared to his peers that have had the exact same amount of time, 
They've been able to win multiple Super Bowls. Most of them have gone to multiple Super Bowls. Watching them. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. That's fucking awesome. The only cool thing about some of these football games at the beginning that I would love to see the fucking flyovers, right? Right now, they got a live feed of one of the flyover planes, one of the planes that's doing one of the flyovers. Oh my God, that's so fucking cool. That's like the only thing that I would want to go see, the flyovers. It was absolutely freaking beast of a machine. Oh my God. Hundreds of miles. You just hear them literally ripping through the sound barrier. That's so cool. Sorry. But, um, yeah, J- Jason Garrett, I don't get it, man. I, I really don't get it with the whole Jason Garrett fiasco, the whole Jason Garrett thing. T- way too long of a time with the Cowboys, way too way too long of a tenure with the Cowboys, and he hasn't done Jack Rabbit with it. But he's, he's a competent head coach because he wins football games, but it's like he doesn't win playoff games. And he's never won playoff games. He doesn't win you playoff games. So... In the words of Shannon Sharp, it's like empty calories. It's like empty calories. How do, how does the media not see this? How do they not see this? How does Colin not see this? Where it's like, dude, like, you look at his record and it's like, yeah, that's cool and all. It's like, also, how many playoff victories does he have? Oh, two? In his entire NFL career? And check this out. I got, I got his record right here. I got one of the most important records you'll ever find that nobody else is talking about. Because everybody says, well, he wins football games. He wins football games. Oh, really? Does he win enough football games to go to the Super Bowl? Or not to the Super Bowl, but go to the the playoffs. Because in 10 seasons, he's had seven where he's missed the playoffs. Was that who I thought it was? No, that was not. Those Alabama boys... I'm not even, I was going to talk about an Alabama wide receiver. I'm just going to talk about them Alabama boys. Jim Harbaugh on looking the frickin' touchdown. I'm like, what? Anyways. I, 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 I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get with the whole Jason Garrett stuff. I don't get it with with Jim Harbaugh. It, do, it doesn't make any sense to me. He can win football games. He can win football games. He's missed seven. He's missed the playoffs seven times in ten years. Seven times. Seven. He went two, twice with Dak, once with Tony. Let that sink in for a second here. The majority of Tony Romo's career with him as the head coach, the majority of Des Bryant's career didn't go nowhere fast. The only time where Des Bryant had a 100-yard season was the 2016 season against Green Bay in Dallas with Dak Prescott, by the way, if you're wondering. As I just chug all that water, with vitamin C in it. Jason, Jason Garrett, I people love to protect him. 
I mean, you got to protect him like you got to protect Carson Wentz. You got to baby him just a little bit. <clears throat> All right. All right, then. That's how you want to play it. Keep on playing. Play on, player. Speaking of playing on, player. Ron Rivera, Washington. I don't know if I said this before. I'm going to say it right now. I'm going to say it right here. I'm going to say it right now. Ron Rivera has done already, not Ron Rivera, but the Washington team, they've done a pretty spectacular job this offseason. Because what they're going to do is they're going to draft Chase Young. They're going to draft Chase Young. I saw him play in the college football that he lost, but he was everywhere, man. He was inside, outside, running stunts. He was everywhere. So if you ask me, I look at Chase Young and I'm like, wow, he he is 100% going to be able to transition very, very well into a Ron Rivera de- defense where, I mean, you can you can do anything and everything with Ron Rivera with some of his linebackers, and that's what he's going to require him to do. But he's a D lineman, specifically exterior D lineman, so he's going to ask Chase to do a whole bunch of different stuff. But I, I love me some Chase Young, man. I love me some Ron Rivera. And worse yet, check this out. They're going to upgrade Washington with a focus on defense. And he's going to reunite, check this out, with Josh Norman, a guy that he had on that 2015 season where they went to the Super Bowl. He's going to be reuniting with him, I think, when he gets there. But then he's also going to bring this guy that nobody's talking about, Jack Del Rio, Really, really nice defensive coordinator. Probably not a head coach, but really, really nice defensive coordinator. He's bringing him with him out of the booth in ESPN to Washington. That's what a lot of these old defensive guys, old defensive head coaches are doing, by the way. Uh, They're going into, like, media and stuff like that. But he's bringing Jack Del Rio with him. He's bringing him with him. I think that's a great move. I think that's a fantastic move. I think that um, Ron Rivera absolutely unequivocally knows exactly what he's doing with the football team, and he he knows for a fact that this is this is this is a this is a great football team. Maybe not a great football team, but this is a great start to this football team with the head coach. They needed to get a, a nice DC, and they got a DC. And I, I really, really like where this team is going. If you can help out Dwayne Haskins a lot more offensively, I mean, you could you could have a really, really great team on this, you know, on your hands. But nobody wants to talk about that because because it's Washington. It's like all you got to do is draft Chase Young and make sure Dwayne Haskins develops. You got a bunch of track stars on the freaking football team already, like he had in Ohio State. Oh my god Another one Let me take another swig Hold on Sorry He's got a bunch of track stars Running around the football field Like he had in Doggone in Ohio State So what do you expect him to do? Just sit around there And not throw the football A couple times? No he's gonna throw Dang on football He's going to throw the dang on football. He's got guys. He may have Adrian Peterson. He's going to have weapons. He's, he may have a tight end or two. We'll see if he has Vernon Davis and uh, Jordan Reed. 
He's going to have weapons. And worse yet, you can draft a, a weapon or two early on in the second round. How do you like them apples? That's what Washington is saying. We'll get pieces this year, baby, baby. We may even sign our, our freaking left tackle that we should have signed this offseason. Trent Williams. Oh, my God. I think the NFC East is going to be a lot better of a division because I think Dallas is going to be better because I think by Friday we're going to get some type of result. We're going to get some type of answer. I think that um, I think by... I think, not even by, by, I think, I know, obviously, that Washington will be better, because I think the defense will be better. It will, at least it'll be better coached. Let me tell you something. Everybody is liking the Philadelphia Eagles, because they got Carson Wentz and all that good stuff. I'm like, Carson Wentz, he's in for a heap of trouble next year. He's in a, hell, he's in a heap of trouble on Sunday. Speaking of Sunday, what games do I got? What games do I got on Sunday? NFL. <clears throat> He's in a heap of trouble on Sunday, ladies and gentlemen. Who do we got on Sunday? Oh, these are the playoff games I got? I got Bills at Houston. I got Tennessee at New England. I got Vikings at Saints, and I got Philly at or, or Seahawks at Philly. Let me put let me put it to you like this. It's not even close. It is not even close, ladies and gentlemen. It's not even close. We're talking about an ass open of epic proportions. I cannot wait. We're gonna be casting all four football games. You can bet your bottom dollar, ladies and gentlemen, which is why I'm trying to get as much rest as I can. Because we're going to be coming back like a straight up heart attack back in the playoffs, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to be casting off four football games this weekend. I'll be giving you my picks on Friday. I'll be giving you my picks. It will probably be a short podcast. Because I'm already feeling the burn right now. I'm already feeling like, oh shit, you know, I should probably get off the podcast. But I got way too much stuff to talk about. And not enough time. I gotta, I gotta use my time more, more effectively. Because I'm not gonna lie to you, I got, I, I got, I'm, I'm starting to lose my voice even more. Like my, my throat is way more sore. Go, is it's about to be way more sore going out of the podcast, but uh, going in. But gosh darn it, that's you know that you gotta work through some of your hard stuff sometimes. Gotta pull your balls out of your back pocket and get some hard stuff done. Nobody cares, 24. Pull it out of your ass. All right. All right. I think the NFC East will be a better division next year. Um, I, I think that's evident by some of the moves that Washington has made and will make. I think it's going to be evident by the moves that Dallas will make uh, this, uh, uh, this, this offseason. Speaking moves that Dallas will make this offseason. Those Alabama boys, sweet Jesus, man. Oh, my God. I'm watching them just fly all over the football field, up and down, up and down, up and down. Jesus Christ. Up and down the football field. Michigan has very, very rarely stopped this. It's 21-16 to right now. And really, it's not even that close. 
Number 10 has done a pretty, sp- not a spectacular job, pretty fine job so far. He's the replacement quarterback for two attack of the law, if you don't know who I'm talking about. They're running it a whole lot. Let me spit really quickly. I don't, I gotta spit. Hold on. All right, I'm back. Sorry about that. Anyways, I I feel like I'm, I've apologized way too much on the podcast. I'm just going to say I'm back. I'm like, I, I've apologized way too much now. Makes me feeling disingenuous. I don't know. Anyways. Oof. Wide receiver down on the football field for Alabama. Number 11. Just burns a dude, man. Where is this guy? Top of bottom of my screen, bang! There he is. Beats the guy. How? What, what did he hurt? I think he. What did he? Oh man! His cleat never like his. He 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 almost had the ball, but his cleat. Didn't grip the turf. So it's like he just kind of like slipped like he was on ice. Running at full speed. It could be anything, man. I don't know what he, I, I don't know what happened. He's a junior. Henry Ruggs. He's a burner, man. He had outside leverage on the DB, but he tracked where the ball was. And he had so much separation that he cut back on the inside and almost had that dang on football if he didn't slip up. It wasn't his fault. His cleat didn't freaking grip the turf. I don't know how the hell that happens. It, it looks like it's one of his legs. It may be his left thigh or his right thigh. I don't know, man. Let me see. Let me see how he walks. I think it's his right. I I don't know. I don't know. Jesus Christ, man, but he, he, he pretty much shifted into turbo and freaking went down the field. I, he, he's one of these dudes, man, that Alabama has that I think nobody's talking about. I call them them Alabama boys because I don't know who the hell is the best because I haven't watched Alabama this year, maybe besides one other game, but Jesus Christ, Alabama, they got so many weapons. Not just two attack of a low, obviously. But at the wide receiver position, they got two guys that could potentially go in the first round this year. This year. Shop, please. <sighs> Man. I, I think there's... A, you got C.D. Lamb. You got one or two guys coming out of Alabama. One of these football teams is going to get a steal. One of these football teams, it's like, dude, let me let me check my uh, let me check the draft picks again. Let me check who who's gonna be drafting. <sighs> Man. I mean, Jacksonville, they could get one of these wide receivers because they're picking ninth. Cleveland is picking tenth. The Jets eleventh. Raiders twelfth. 
you could get one of these damn wide the, those, those three guys. You could have three back to back wide receivers. Uh, Arizona's picking before all those guys at eighth. And who do you want? Who do you want? Who do you think is better? Do you need an offensive lineman? Or do you need a wide receiver to help out that quarterback? I think Cleveland says we need a we need an offensive lineman, but you know, everybody else they're like, hell, we let's play football. Let's go ahead and win. <clears throat> So, anyways, I'm about to end the podcast here. Sorry, this has not gone very well. I'm a little bit under the weather. And also, let me let me check out a little bit of Justin Herbert here before I click off. Hmm, man, I'm like, I wouldn't want to record that football game. Because I'm not, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm going to turn off my podcast. I'm going to watch, uh, I'm going to, Watch John Wick, and I'm just going to rest all day, man. I'm just going to rest. I got to get ready for Sunday. I don't even know if I'm going to have a podcast Friday, if I'm honest with you. So I may as well get these game picks over with today. Like That would be the worst thing to just... Holy shit, they have a stealth bomber? They have one of those new stealth bombers doing the damn flyover. No way. Get in get in close on that stealth bomber. Literally looks like a triangle in the sky. What the hell is that? I tell you something, that United States military, they got all types of technology that I I wouldn't even I I I I'm so I'm so happy I'm not in, in you know in one of those high ranking uh it uh uh, what what's it called? Uh, high ranking um, officials? I, not officials. What's it called? Uh, high ranking military positions? Because man, they got technology that they'll probably kill you over. Literally, it looks like a a, a, a freaking triangle is flying in the sky. What the? I think it's the I think it's the new stealth bomber. What the hell was that? What is that? Jesus Christ, what does it do? What is that? Is it a spy plane or is it a stealth bomber? Do the Russians have one of these things? They better not have one of these things. Oh my God. The devil is a liar. Oh my God. They're talking about the football game. I'm like, what the hell was that? Show me the spy plane again. 
What was that? It literally, I cannot believe that we found a way to fly. What is that? Where is it going? Oh, sweet Jesus, man. I'm so glad I'm not, I'm not in like one of those like high clearance positions in the military. Jesus Christ, man. You got a plane. I don't even know what the hell that thing does. What does it do? Is it a bomber? I, I thought it was supposed to replace the Blackbird or that it was supposed to be some type of special plane that that's supposed to be a, a, a stealth bomber. I didn't hear a damn thing. Maybe it was because they didn't play it or make it sound. I don't know. I don't know what the hell they, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I didn't hear a damn thing though. That's a scary thing. Oh my God. That gave me the heebie-jeebies. That's a spy plane, a bomb plane that doesn't make a sound. Oh my God. Ugh. All right. Let's, let's watch a couple. We'll watch like one series with Herbert if he throws, cause they just ran for nine yards. So they may not, they may not throw it. They run it again. <clears throat> I got a pee so badly. I had a couple, I had a cup of orange juice. I hate drinking orange juice cause of how much freaking sugar is in that thing. But I was like, Tired of drinking vitamin C all day long. Tired of putting that that packet in my drinks. Tastes like vitamins. Tastes disgusting. But I'm like, I'll drink it anyways. Quarterback design run. You can do that with Justin Herbert. You can do that all day with Justin Herbert. I, I listen. I really, really like some of the guys that are coming out of their schools this draft class, man. I, I like Justin Herbert. I like Anthony Gordon. I like, uh, obviously, Hurts and Tua. And Joe Burrow, he had like nine touchdowns, I think, against Oklahoma. Some of these dudes, man, that are coming out of this draft. Oh, that's a great pass. All right, I've seen enough. <laughs> I'm like, that's a nice, that's a nice pass. I'm like, I've seen enough. All right, I'm done. All right, I'm happy. Yep, perfectly thrown football, perfectly thrown back shoulder fade. Let me see another throw by Justin Herbert. I'm, my throat is on fire right now. First and 10. I mean, they're already inside Wisconsin territory. He throws. Oh, that's that's fucking beautiful. That is a beautiful ball. It's incomplete, though. His is tied in right in his damn hands. Tied in. You got to catch that football. What the hell are you doing? What the hell? What are you doing, man? It's, again, another back shoulder fade, but you got to catch that. You got to scare onto that football now. His guys aren't getting a whole bunch of separation. I don't know who the hell his wide receivers are. Let me tell you something. This Justin Herbert, he's a pretty good football player. Free play, it looks like. Play action, over the middle. Tipped at the line, flag flies. Doesn't matter, it's a free play, it looks like to me. Or else they would have shut that crap down. Yep, encroachment on the defense. Or offsides on the defense. <clears throat> God, I remember when the Rose Bowl, when people like made a big deal out of the Rose Bowl. Like I think UT played in that, and literally like everyone in the Austin area had like one of those Rose Bowl UT shirts on, 
it was like a big deal or something like that. And now it's just like, it's a bowl game. Nobody cares. It means nothing. Like, what do you, what do you, what do you win when you win the Rose Bowl? Oh, a trophy. Not the big trophy. Not the most important trophy. Almost it's a participation trophy, really. Yeah, I'm about, I'm about, I'm literally about to turn off this football game. I've seen enough. I've seen enough out of Justin Herbert. Throwing some really nice footballs. Um, I'm not going to lie to you. Is it because my throat is on fire and um, I'm a little bit sick and I want to get some rest? Oh, yeah, absolutely. But I've seen enough. I've seen enough of him playing football. I've seen enough of him. I think he, I think he warrants a first-rounder. I think he's a first-rounder. Um, he makes some really, really nice throws. I like his attitude. I like, I like, you know, I don't really hear a whole lot from him. Um, I, I like him as a football player. Like him as a football player. They're inside the 30 yard line of the Wisconsin. I don't know what the hell they are of Wisconsin. I'll just call them Wisconsin. I don't know what the hell they are. Now it's second and nine after. After they get one yard. Ooh, second and ten. Justin Herbert in the shotgun. Flank left. Wide receiver. Running back. What the hell am I talking about? In the shotgun. Deep drop back. Gains eight yards. Eight, nine yards. Now it's going to be third and one. I, I I like the throws that he's making right now. Bang, bang. It's a nice throw. Bang, bang. Right on the money to his tight end. Guy who drops the drop the bat the pass makes a nice catch right then and there. Third and one. In the shotgun, I think I've seen him play in both styles. In the shotgun, under center. I think I've seen him play in both. Gives it to the running back. Running back gains a yard. All right now. One hundred percent, he crossed the plane. I don't know what that referee is saying. One hundred percent, he crossed it. Bang! There you go. You can see it. He clearly crossed it. What the hell are you referees looking at? He clearly crossed it. Yeah, it's first and ten. I may watch the end of this uh, maybe tomorrow, but definitely not right now. Definitely, I wanna I wanna relax. Wanna catch some Z's here. Bang over the middle to his tight end who trucks a dude. They're inside the five. Well, I mean they're running a, a really really nice offensive game right now. Wisconsin. They literally could not catch a common cold, which is probably something that I have or some variation of that. You know that what sucks? I got my, you know, maybe not sucks because I don't have the flu, but I got my flu shot. I mean, what what good is a getting a getting pricked every single year if it doesn't protect you from getting sick? You know, Jesus Christ! It's like if you can't protect me from a common cold, how good are you? Oh yeah, he rolls out to his left. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Rolls out to his left. It's a, it's a designed quarterback run. Rolls out to his left. Nobody's right next to him. So he takes it in for himself. I'm telling you. That's it. That's it. I'm done. That's it. Just turned off my te- television. Because that's all I need to see. 
Telling you, man. Let me let me check my draft, the draft status once again. Let me check. Let me check it one one time. So you got Cincinnati, and this is in in the draft order: Cincinnati, Washington, Detroit, New York, Miami, Los Angeles, the Los Angeles Chargers. Then you got the Panthers, the Cardinals, the Jaguars, Browns, Jets, Raiders, Colts, Buccaneers, Broncos, Falcons, Cowboys. Excuse me. Then you got Miami because they traded. Uh, Pittsburgh's traded their first round draft pick to Miami for Minka Fitzpatrick. Then you got the Raiders because Chicago traded their first round pick to the Raiders for obviously Khalil Mack. And then you got Jacksonville because they traded their uh, because uh, Los An- the Rams they traded their first round pick for Jalen Ramsey. I mean, how many teams do you think need a quarterback? So Joe Burrow is going number one to Cincinnati. Let me take a swig of my water. Let me finish this off, and then I'll continue. Excuse me. So you got Cincinnati. They, they're probably going to take Burrow. Uh, then you got Washington. They don't need a quarterback. Lions, they don't need a quarterback. Giants, they don't need a quarterback. Miami, they can either continue playing Fitzpatrick or they can continue grooming Josh Rosen. We'll see. The Chargers, they need a quarterback. Carolina Panthers, they need a quarterback, but do they like Cam Newton or do they like a guy that they can get in the draft? So three quarterbacks could be potentially taken in the first three, uh, in the first 10 picks of the draft. Just depends on how much you like your quarterback. Los Angeles, they need a quarterback. This is as high as you're probably going to get within the next couple of years. You either need to get two attack of Aloha or you need to get Jalen Hurts. Oh, Miami, they're getting a quarterback. Yeah, they're getting a quarterback. Why the hell would they tank? They're tanking for Tua. Los Angeles, you need a quarterback. Carolina, you need a quarterback if you don't take Cam Newton. Who else needs a quarterback in the first 20 picks? The Broncos? The Bucks? And potentially the Raiders? I'm hearing all these rumors about how the Raiders, they could potentially be moving off of Derek Carr. Oh, wait, Jane Slater. Didn't even realize this. Apparently, she's been a busy bee tweeting about. Let me see this. What? What?
Okay. <clears throat> Let me just make sure. Just making sure that he didn't get fired or something like that. Nope. <laughs> I'm like, nope. Um, listen, we will figure this out. Frick, I, oh yeah, let me let me give you my my playoff predictions here because I'm not gonna I'm gonna rest up. I'm gonna rest my voice up for Friday or Saturday. Or yeah, Saturday and Sunday. I got freaking four podcasts to film. There's gonna be a lot more podcasts to be filming uh this weekend. So let's just get that out of the way right now. So that way I don't have to freaking record one because I'm not going to lie to you. I feel like shit right now. I got to pee and my throat hurts. So Bills versus Texans. I'm taking the Texans. Want to know why I'm taking Houston over the Bills? Because it's Houston over the Bills. That's why. The Bills aren't as good as Houston. They don't got the quarterback. They don't got the scheme. They don't got the home game, ladies and gentlemen. Bills over, not Bills over Houston. Houston over Bills. Titans versus Patriots. Patriots. Uh, they fucked up last game of the season. I don't know how the hell they didn't, it didn't click in their brains. Hey, maybe we should actually try during the Miami game to secure the two seed in our division so that way we can have the bye week so that way we don't have to play in the wild card seed and Patrick Mahomes has to go on the freaking road and play against us if, uh, and we get a chance to, we get a chance to just not play for a week and we're better preparing for teams than not preparing. So Tennessee, Versus the Patriots, but check this out. Upset alert! Upset alert! Upset alert! Titans could upset the Patriots. Want to know why? I think the Patriots, they're gassed. And I think that Tom doesn't have enough weapons at the wide receiver position to help him out. And I think Julian Edelman is banged up. Severely, I might add. They needed that bye week. And because they didn't have that bye week, because they lost to the freaking Miami Dolphins, guess what? Upset alert, Titans beat Patriots in Foxborough. Vikings versus Saints, Pfft. Saints. They want they want revenge for that. Nobody's talking about this. I'm very, very surprised nobody's talking about this. The, the miracle in Minnesota where uh, the Saints player didn't tackle. Remember? Remember that thing that happened? Stefan Diggs threw his helmet and the Saints players, they walked off the field in disgust. Remember that play? Yeah, that happened against the Saints. Now it's going to happen... Now they're going to play inside the Superdome and they are going to be riled up. They're going to be pissed off. I cannot wait. That's going to be a fantastic football game. Saints versus Vikings. I can't wait. Sorry, my voice cracked. It's, my throat still is on fire. Seahawks versus Eagles. Uh, come on. Come on. Eagles. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Seahawks. I'm going to give it to Carson Wentz nine different ways to Sunday. He's going to struggle. He's going to be obliterated. He's going to be absolutely decimated against a real team with a real head coach. What a, what a, what a surprise. What a shock. Carson Wentz doesn't fare well against bad, against teams with actual head coaches. This has been 24, ladies and gentlemen. This has been my podcast, 24's podcast, the best video game podcast on the entire interwebs. You can find this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Baker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, pretty much where you can find any podcast. You can find 24's podcast. 
We don't just listen to Beyonce. We come in to work on New Year's Day, ladies and gentlemen, and we will come back here on Saturday and on Sunday to cast all of these football games. Until then, I hope you have a fantastic day. And I will see you next time. Bye-bye.